0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.
1: Discover the power within Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, aka Dr. Dream, and I'm so happy to be here on Unity Online Radio. And the number to call today if you have a question about your dreams your whoosh which we're gonna define in a moment um the number to call is 816 251 3555 816 251 3555 so today we're gonna talk about whoosh and here's just a little bit about that and then we're gonna do instead of a regular prayer like I normally do I want to give you a mini meditation kind of experience of how the whoosh revealed itself to me. So this is a little excerpt from an upcoming book of mine called Luminous Humanness. This little section is entitled The Mighty Whoosh. You're not just here to stand upon the shoulders of giants following the footprints or picking up the breadcrumbs of the great ones who have gone before you as lovely and as well-intentioned as they all may have been. <clears throat> you came here to take a quantum leap, to blaze a trail of your own making that may bear no resemblance at all to your predecessors. Via your own uniquely encoded passion in concert with life, with a capital L, you are here to deliver your own unique gift in your own unique way. With your awakened raison d'être, your purpose for being alive, allow life to whoosh through you as it does, know that all your ancestors are celebrating and possibly taking some or all of the credit as you do what you came here to do. So lately, I've been using the word "woosh" to describe the feeling of being in the flow, being in the zone, the sweet spot. I know for those of you who love Abraham Hicks, she calls it, or he or they call it the vortex. So to me, this is in other words, it's a place where life feels accelerated and exhilarating and alive and there's great joy in every moment. It's like a high vibrational place to be. It's like surfing a wave and knowing how to maintain your balance while there's all this movement rumbling beneath your feet and coming in from all sides. So it it need you need some muscle to do this. This isn't something that we just naturally do, although I think some of us have practiced longer, or maybe some of us are better surfers than others, but I think we can all do this. And if you've ever experienced it, which I would bet millions of dollars, every person listening to this, whether live or later in the archive, has experienced it to some degree. It might've been when you were in love for the first time, or maybe time you've ever been in love, or just when things just kind of seem to go your way and you just... Everyone seemed to smile at you. You got all the green lights and everything was just flowing, but it wasn't just like it was happening to you. There is a part of what you were doing and your participation with this. And And I would say that if you think you haven't experienced this, you would probably, I would also bet millions of dollars, that you would like to at least have a, a taste of this. So I I believe that our dreams and dream work is a way to get us into this space and a way to help us maintain access to this space and a way if we find ourselves on the other side of the universe from the whoosh place. This is, our dreams are helping us to find our way back. So I'd like to give you an example of a dream that I had via a meditation so that you can, I'm not just gonna tell you about the dream, I want you to enter the dream with me and see if you can feel what it was like to feel the whoosh with me. Before I go in this, um, Nancy T, I know you're listening. I know you've pulled a card, and I'm throwing out a few things that we didn't plan already. But um, I just want to say hello to you, and I'm excited that you're in the whoosh with me. Are you there?
0: Hello, Kelly. Hi. <laughs> I sure am, and I'm excited always to be in the whoosh with you. Oh, you're the
1: I always wish to be in the whoosh with you. Yeah, I don't feel wishy washy about that at all. <laughs> nope. Okay, so let's just get ready to turn within. So that means if you're driving, just keep your eyes open, please. And if you're not, if you're, turn within, close your eyes and make this a little bit of a more formal experience, then do do the best you can. So taking a couple of deep breaths with me, just letting go, letting go, letting go. One thing that keeps us out of the whoosh is tightness in our bodies. So one of the easiest ways to access the whoosh is to pretend you're a rag doll and you don't have anything to hold up. You don't have to suck in your tummy. You don't have to stick out your chest. You don't have to put on anything. Just drop everything with every breath. Ah, so letting go, letting go, letting go. And I'm going to ask you to join with me in this dream. And in this dream, I was in Hawaii and it was sunset time and I had my feet in the water and I looked out upon the beach and I was the only one there. And it felt very special because I knew people were nearby and somewhere around. It wasn't like a scary all by myself. It was a really lucky Oh my God, I get this beautiful sunset in this beach. Oh my God, it's like, it's just for me. Felt so amazing. And the water was the perfect temperature of warm. It was so delicious on my skin and it was inviting and it was still and calm and see through turquoise water. So I could see through the water. I could see little fishies swimming by and I could see my feet under through the water. It was crystal clear. And the water was beckoning me to go in a little bit deeper. And it was shallow for a while, so I got to walk way, way, way out into the middle of the ocean before it started to get a little bit deeper. And when it was about waist deep, I just found myself feeling so blissful, so deeply at peace and so deeply connected to the water, to the sky, the tangerine, magenta sunset, and the warm air that was salty and just felt so warm on my skin. And just when I couldn't get any better, out of nowhere, a beautiful dolphin, just about 10 feet in front of me, flips out of the ocean does a little flip and dives right back in. And I love dolphins. So I was in awe, literally the the dictionary definition of awe completely took my breath away. And I felt like, wow, this is amazing. It was like this dolphin was communicating something to me. It was saying hello and, and wow, I just felt enchanted. All my cells felt enlivened. And as if it couldn't get any better than that, another dolphin joined it. So suddenly there's two dolphins doing flips in front of me. And now I am over the top in complete joy and ecstasy. I just wish there was somebody there to see it with me. Oh my God, I can't believe this. And then another one appears and then another and another. And there's about 10, maybe 20 dolphins flipping, 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 in joy, in ecstasy, all in front of me. And I am so overcome with joy and bliss that I can't contain it. Literally, my body feels like it explodes with joy. Next thing I know, I'm diving into the water head first, but sideways on my left side, diving into the ocean as if I was a dolphin. And I realized as I looked at myself in the water, I had become a dolphin, and I was one of them. They were welcoming me into their pod, and the next thing I knew, we were swimming together. And and I looked around, and there were so many of us in this beautiful pod. And we were all unique, and yet we were totally connected telepathically, and we knew as we were swimming faster and faster when to swerve to the left. Or when to swerve to the right, or when to go deeper, or when to go up, or when to do our next series of flips. It's like we were just so unified. And it was exhilarating. And it was, and I had the thought wow, we don't have to stop and tell each other what the directions are. We're just connected and we're in this whoosh together and we're just who knows where we're going but it's amazing it's such a joy so this went on and on and on for a while in my dream i i want to say it felt like hours but in a dream it might have just been 5 minutes but the next thing i know in the dream there's someone i'm telling this dream i'm telling about this dream and i'm sharing this and i'm saying oh my god i just had the most incredible experience And I finally know what flow means. And I started to cry because I realized that up until that moment, my life was kind of robotic and kind of stiff and kind of at sometimes well-oiled, but still kind of robotic compared to this amazing flow, this amazing whoosh And I thought, wow, well, I guess it's better to learn this late than never. Now at least I know, and I need to just encode this in my soul. So the next thing I knew, I was back with the dolphins and I was like, ah, please remember this feeling. This is amazing. When I woke up that morning, my pillow was soaked with tears because I was crying tears of joy and remorse for the years that I hadn't been in flow, but in gratitude for the fact that I had flow. And so I just want to invite you in this moment to just be in that ocean with me as a dolphin, as one of the pod, and let's all whoosh together and remembering that as we whoosh, as we swim from side to side, we're connected with each other. When we move at this accelerated pace, we don't have to go above or Beyond or behind or to the side, we can be in community at the same time that we are moving at an accelerated pace. It doesn't have to be scary, it doesn't even have to be overwhelming. It can be natural. What if this whoosh experience was natural? So I just want to ask you to take a moment in the silence to contemplate a time in particular when you felt in your whoosh. Did this whoosh with the dolphin experience with me just now, did it bring up a time that you felt in that flow? If you've ever felt it, even just in this now for the first time, then it's a reminder that you have it on a parallel plane This whoosh is always happening and you can dip into it at will just simply by remembering that it's there and taking a big deep breath. And while we're here, let's also just open up to any magnificent dreams you might have had that gave you this whoosh experience, like a flying dream. It's very whooshy. Maybe a favorite flying dream or a making love dream with a beautiful person that you feel a great close connection to. Or maybe communing with Jesus or Buddha, feeling loved. So allow yourself to choose at least one. In fact, I would say just pick one whoosh moment. And if you can, pick one whoosh dream. And with these next breaths, just allow yourself to step inside of it. Allow it to become you. Allow it to surround you. Allow it to infuse you and indwell you. Lift you up. And let this be your new normal. Just take a moment and envision what your life would be like if this was just the way of it, if this was just normal, average, ho-hum. Imagine how you would glide through the holiday season in the whoosh, letting any energy that wasn't delicious and yummy, just pass by. You don't have to engage it. You don't have to fight. You don't have to prove anything. You just move toward the next pocket of what calls you, where you're where you're led, where you're guided, with grace, with ease, with joy, with whoosh. So with this, let's just let this whoosh encode more deeply than before. Let's send it off ahead of us. And let's even send it on behind us to course correct anything from our past and especially to be here in our now. So with this, I just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being in this unified Unity Online Radio whoosh state with me. Thank you to all those that are connected to Unity, all the listeners and programmers and Jeff and Louie, Diane Ray, and everyone who's helping and supporting in any way whatsoever, and Nancy T for joining me in the whoosh, always. And so it is, amen, a woman, a dreams, a whoosh. Welcome. And Nancy T, I think you know about this dream. One of the, the little kind of piece on the back end of this dream is when I woke up after this dream... I, my eyesight was blurry and okay. I thought um, something was wrong with my contacts. I couldn't see, so went to the eye doctor to get a new prescription thinking that my eyes had gotten worse. But the reason I couldn't see with my contacts is because my eyesight improved overnight. It was like a phenomenon, but it literally, like, it, like an unbelievable thing, but it, it happened. My eyes went from a negative... Point, gosh, one point seven five to a one point five, something like that. Wow. They've never gotten it, it's 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 remained that way, and um, so maybe I can eventually have X-ray vision if I
0: keep whooshing like that. So anyway, how was uh-huh. that for you, Nancy T? Oh my gosh, that's amazing! And the idea that your eyesight got better because you got clarity in your dream—how beautiful!
1: Twenty twenty,
0: I know. Wow.
1: So oh do you my. have a wish memory, a wish dream
0: that that comes up for you? Yeah, I you know, actually I I I'm in a film currently that's being shown oh. and one of my wish memories is mm-hmm. when I was on set and Typically, in a film land, you have a trailer, you have a special place where you go to be away in between scenes. But in this particular case, it just so happened that we were all in one huge open area. So I got the opportunity to speak with castmates. And these are people who have worked in the industry for years, who I Mm. really admire. And um, I, I, I just to pick their brains, to hear their stories, to feel a part of it. I was just felt I felt so completely blessed. But there was one point at which um, Lynn Cohen, who was one of the co-stars, she's the woman who was like the dream woman, said to me um, that she wished she had a scene with me because she could tell I was generous and it touched Mm. me so deeply as an actor. You want to be thought of as a person who would not chew up the scenery, who would be there for the other actor who would listen, you know, acting, reacting, (laughs) the whole thing. And that's what you want. But for her to recognize that just from talking with me just from seeing me on you know set in other scenes without her it really touched me and I said oh thank you me too gosh I hope the director hears and I I, uh, excused myself went into the bathroom and just cried tears of joy Mm. because I felt so touched and to sit here with her and every day and she's telling you what it was like to work with Spielberg and what it was like to do this and that and be on you know sex in the city and and my favorite scene we discussed it. And that was like, oh, oh, oh you know, my, it was my life, you know, all you were of what I wanted to do. Whooshing. Yeah. A whoosh feeling of just complete mm. joy. And I could do this every day. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my
1: God. Yeah. And, and just like in a dream, like it's not over just because you woke up like that, that experience oh. isn't over because it seemed to happen in time. It's like the, big, the fact that you could remember it and you could still tap into the feeling tone of it, you've been able to extend it. And I would even dare say you could grow that feeling over time, just like with a really wonderful flying dream. It can intensify mm-hmm. over time, support you, and help put you even more on your true north. And with with that in mind, you have a very special Thing coming up tonight. If anyone is in the Ohio area, anywhere in Ohio, uh, <laughs> well, and even if you're not in Ohio, not anywhere, Nancy, but <laughs> hopefully you're going to, you're going to Facebook live or do something live so that people can participate, even if they're not physically there. So I'm going to shut up. Tell tell us what's happening tonight. It's very exciting.
0: Well, this film has recently premiered in other theaters, but it's, finally it's come, called The Feast called- of the Seven Fishes. Right. I'll get there. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been out there and we've gotten a lot of good reviews and everyone loves the feast of the seven fishes because it reminds them of family. It reminds them of their family it reminds them of the food that they ate. And it's a big Italian tradition. So people all over have, have we've gotten so many excellent reviews and I, then it was put in some theaters across the country, but nothing near me. Well, it just recently got picked up at a silver spot theater Yay. in orange, in Orange, the city of Orange, um in Pinecrest, which is a nice little area that's a beautiful outdoor mall situation and they're going to have a red carpet at 5:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and then after that at 6:30 there's they have actually two screenings at 6:30 and 6:45 because there was such an interest and now it's going to be running oh my for a god week. It was only meant to be there one day, but it'll just just—it'll be a whole week at the Silver Spot Cinema in Orange because people are really into it. And that's probably because Gene, Zarzar, and myself, we were both in it, and we have been telling everyone about it. But I think the few folks that have gotten a glimpse of it really like the idea of this feel-good Christmas movie. So it's exciting. Oh I'm just God. trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. That's really my only issue. <laughs> oh, my God. I was
1: just thinking you should, like, get any outfit you want and let them, you know how, like, at the Academy Awards, they say, who are you wearing? It's like <laughs> people get paid. Stars get paid to wear something yeah. fancy to a premiere like this. So I don't know. I if I if were If I was with you, we would be going to fabulous dress shops, and you would pick whatever you wanted, and you would say, I'm going to give you – dress shop owner the, the honor of letting me wear this dress and I'm not even gonna <laughs> yeah. charge you for it tonight. You get a free that's one a on great me. great
0: idea. I think I'll head I'll head to all the stores afterwards and try that do trick. it Nancy. Oh I my God, it. you have to do it. Oh my that's god a whoosh in and of, of itself a whole that's free a shopping free
1: yeah that's a whoosh <laughs> of an entirely different feather or flavor or, I don't even know. Oh my God. Yeah. Well I think I think um I just want to say something and unpack this a little bit. Because how do we get into the whoosh? There's so many different ways I think we can get into the whoosh by our dreams, by one of these wonderful out-of-the-blue dreams that we have. But also there's things that we can do in our waking conscious life to get into the whoosh. And you've demonstrated one of those this year. So you became a grandmother this year, a glammy of two beautiful boys, Carson and Cooper. And this year really, we could say more than normal, characterized by a tremendous amount of service, like helping daughter, helping out these grandkids that are yours, like, but you've done a lot of giving this year. And I think it always... Back, like, and even if, like George Bailey in *It's a Wonderful Life*, it's like, wow, I've done all of this, and maybe I'll never get anything. Maybe it'll never come back. Oh no, nature abhors a vacuum. You can't give love without getting love. And in some way, this film came to you right where you're at. Like you didn't have to go travel all over the universe. Like it fell, it came to you. And now all this hubbub and this, all this awesome. And all of these opportunities are coming to you. And I think, and not just because you're awesomely talented, but also good karma, I think good things come to us when we do good things. And so I just want to say bravo for not you just being oh. a great but a great human.
0: Thank so you so there. much. i'm I'm looking forward to it. we even are going to do a q and a afterwards, so we'll get to talk with the audience and get their feedback. It should be really fun. Oh my God. That's so amazing. And Mm -hmm. I know um, when we, we're going to have
1: a break in a few minutes, not just yet. And um, I know I see you holding this and anyone else who wants to share their dream with us, join us on the other side of the break. And we are going to answer your dreams and dream questions and anything that you want to talk about with regards to a whoosh, how to either get into the whoosh, how to have more of a whoosh, how to stabilize and not freak out when a whoosh happens. Some people get a whoosh and they all of a sudden are, Yay, oh my God, but the other shoe's gonna drop. I better uh, get realistic and they clamp on down. so true.
0: They and they get all worried and they they don't even enjoy the whoosh. You're supposed to backstroke through the whoosh, people (laughs) (laughs) right.
1: But yeah, I I experienced a whoosh yesterday and I just want to say this really quick. Um there I was feeling unwhooshy because there was a boy who I know who's a friend of my nephew who had become homeless he came out to his family as gay and he was kicked out of his house and there's nowhere for him to go and it had been plaguing me me and yesterday I', I mean, two days ago I, I in my dream I got the the name Steffi and I So I realized I know a Steffi, I need to call her, called her, got on the phone, spent the whole day, two days ago, finding a place for this kid to go. And um, we got this amazing shelter for him that's going to give him like medical, all his needs are met medically and psychologically and blah, blah, blah. There's just all these great things like so whooshy just by taking a, a couple of days to help this kid. So Christmas time, it's always good, especially to get into the whoosh and help somebody. We're gonna be right back right after this break. We're gonna talk more about the whoosh, more about your dreams, and don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: I'm Diane Ray, Program Director for Unity Online Radio. And from all of us at unityonlineradio.org, thanks for your support and for helping us grow this year. We wish you a joyous holiday season.
1: Dream Interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show here on Unity Online Radio. I'm Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. And on the number to call if you have a dream or a whoosh is 816-251-3555. Nancy T. and I are talking about the whoosh and how to get more whoosh into your life and why why it might be a really good idea, especially over the holidays. The holidays could be such a achy, breaky, PTSD kind of landmine time for a lot of us. And if we can get into our wosh and maintain it, and maybe we can just create some new grooves in our mind and in our heart so that we really, I don't know, get the most out of this season and make the most out of it and and can spread more cheer, get weighed down by any of the, the funky things that can sometimes show up with family dynamics and all that jazz. Um, so that's what we're talking about today. And I want to remind everyone that you can still come to Teotihuacan with us if mm-hmm. you are interested. Teo may be calling for 2020 to become 2020. To Speaking of 2020 vision, like my dolphin wish dream. You can. This is this is what we're dedicating this trip to, this sacred journey to Teotihuacan, um, the pyramids and the plazas and the ancient mysteries, and your dream. Those are the things we'll be exploring. And you can go to my website, KellySullivanWalden.com, and scroll down about halfway. There's a Teotihuacan banner, and click on that, and you can join us for a limited time. It's still available. And what else? Oh, I still have the dream of um, dream questing program available at a re- deeply, deeply reduced cost. Between it started on Black Friday and it goes through the end of December. And um, I believe, oh gosh, what is that? It's um, tinyurl.com forward slash dream questing Kelly. I believe that's what it is dream questing kelly um okay and if you if that's not it you can just go to learningstrategies.com do a search for dream questing and get that okay and also the dream oracle cards the hero's journey dream oracle cards are available along with the hero's journey dream journal and the meditation cds okay so all of that is available for you for your friends for anyone you love for the holiday season i'm done with all commercials okay nancy t I know you picked a card and then we're going to get to you and your dreams and whoosh questions. So Nancy, what card did you pick? Or let's actually, should we get Denise first or card? Let's do the card. Sorry, <laughs> I'm whooshing right. My whoosh, no. whooshing all over me.
0: We have to do this because it's such a perfect card. It's card number 39 okay. and it is how much good can you handle? Woo. Isn't no. that great? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Explore the upward spiral of grace. So this is a quote that I'm going to read to you, and it's by someone I love dearly, Kelly Sullivan Walden. Let's see what she says. She says, how much good can you handle? How much love can you take? How much good can you endure before your fortress breaks? Ah, oh, Kelly, way to go. Oh, All right, you, so Liz. the message is, when blessings come in, stop holding your breath, waiting for the other shoe to drop. You no longer need to feel that you're begging gifts from the universe. May your prayer not be for more, but that you have the eyes to see that what you've always wanted is what you've always had. Perhaps you thought it was cute to be coy, And self-effacing when given a compliment, an acknowledgement, or appreciation? Well, it's time to open your heart, breathe deeply, and receive blessings, knowing it's not just about or for you. With every gift you receive, you can give back to life. It is an energy exchange, a perpetual spiral of appreciation that leads to more to appreciate. This spiral circulates upward, escalating you into higher realms of consciousness. Instead of questioning what you did to deserve all this goodness, pray to become more aware of and receptive to the blessings in your life. And the dream symbol is a gift, and that's very timely at this Christmas season. Hello. Dreams of a gift are an affirmation that you're on the right track. Consider what the gift is and what it symbolizes in your waking life. Giving the gift denotes a desire to have your gifts, a.k.a. talents, appreciated. If you're the recipient of the gift, the dream might be a litmus test for your current level of receptiveness in light of blessings the universe has in store for you. And the mantra is, I am present as I open my heart to graciously behold the blessings laying at my feet. Nice,
1: Nancy T. Oh, my God. You've got a good picker. I just love
0: that card for today. If if that's not whooshy, I don't know what is. (laughs) (laughs) Not wishy-washy, but whooshy. Yeah, I was wishing for that whoosh, and there it was. Oh, my
1: God. If ever a (laughs) whoosh would be. Okay, speaking of wish, let's see what Denise has got going on. Denise, can you hear me? Are you there? Yes, ma'am. Hi, how are you? Yay, Denise. Denise. How are you? How's your dreams? How's your whoosh going on? Good, good.
2: Um, my dream might be a little centered around the. Well, I'm not gonna say that. I'll let y'all determine that. Uh, you okay. know I talk fast. Um, okay. Had a dream talking to my uh, girlfriend on the phone, and and she's saying that you know we're gonna go to the concert, and of course, um, I'm gonna meet them or a couple of them out there, at least her anyway. So I get in my car and I'm driving, which is important. I'm not picking them up. I'm gonna meet them there. So I get close um, to the place, and it seems to be um, how you say a uh, uh, rocky road, um, mm. uh, rocks. It wasn't a paved thing. But as I'm driving, mm. I'm like, oh my god, I'm here so early, and and and, and I can park anywhere I want, and I, I move even closer, and I see the stage. Evidently, it's going to be an out, outdoor concert. So I'm right there by the stage, and I say to myself, Well, God, I can park right here, but I said if it's just outdoors. Somebody might hit my car or get excited about whoever's performing. And then I just and I, I drive a little bit further, and I said, I can park here. The bottom line is the dream was all about me parking, but it mm. wasn't a problem because it was so wide open. But yet still in the dream, I made it, uh, how do you say I made it Um, important. It wasn't mm. even about who was performing. It was about the fact that, Nobody else was there. you saw a couple of cars, but the concert hadn't started yet. Of course, I'd never mm-hmm. met the friends because the dream ended. But I was so close to the stage, and I was just taken aback by how, oh, my God, I can park here. Oh, I can go there. <sighs> oh, I it was just wide open because I had gotten there so early. And the dream Ooh. ended with me just trying to find out where I'm going to park, but parking wasn't a problem. Does that kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. It,
1: oh, my God. It was wide open. I love this dream. Denise, can you give us the title for this dream? Oh,
2: God. Um, I hate to say it, and I, and I want to the sound um it, To me, it's, it's, it's just how much I am in control. How much Ooh. God has, has guided me. He put me in the car. I'm driving. Nobody else <gasps> is. I can park where I want. I'm one of the first ones there. It's Ooh. all about first. It was just... To me, it was about just how much control I, I have and don't even realize it. That's god,
1: oh I forget. Oh know. God, I love this. It feels like the soundtrack to this dream movie would be Janet Jackson's "Control." Now I'm going up. Control.
2: Do you know that yes, song? Yes. No. Hello. Did I lose
1: her? I don't know. Hello. Are you
2: still there? I'm still here. Can you hear me? I can yeah. hear you. I, I think you're both okay. still here. Yes,
1: yeah. I think we just conjured Janet Jackson. That's what happened. I don't know. Yeah, really. Um, so, it's Nancy validating. T, do you wanna do you wanna throw down in this dream hoedown?
0: I would like to, but there's a very loud truck outside. Is that noise bothering you, or you want to go first? No. You can no, you can hear me? All right. So wow, what a dream. Oh, I love your dreams. They're so great. <laughs> yes. I know, right? So, I'm looking through all of this symbolism to me and I noticed that, you know, you said that the road was rocky and it was unpaved. You perceived it as not necessarily smooth sailing, but like you said, you had all the options in the world. Um, but everything seemed to fall in place and it all mm. seems to me as nothing but Open road. As much as you had a rocky mm. road, it was nothing but options. It was nothing mm. about options, and you're number one. And maybe mm. that was the message to to mm-hmm. receive from that is that you know you get invited to do something, and when you say yes to it, you're number one. You are the mm. one, and you have everything is open unto you.
1: Ooh 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 ooh! ooh. I love that. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna throw down a couple things if it were my dream if you're open to that Denise yeah Um, so to me the piece that I'm besides what Nancy just said like ditto ditto um, I keep feeling like where do I want to park like when I when I think about parking myself it's like it's like a place that I'm going to land and this is where I'm going to kind of nestle in make myself home sweet home for a little while this Mm. is not going to relationship or my identity or my sense of self, my place of belonging, my cars, my vehicle. It's going to land for a while, but I don't want to land. I want to find the right spot. And I have mm. all options. Like I am at like I am. This is truly a whoosh dream. And it feels like how close to this stage do I want to park? So that feels kind of symbolic, too, because the stage to me is about an opportunity to for self-expression. If everyone in the dream is a dreamer, it's like, how close to the stage do I wanna get? How close to Mm. being someone who's in the spotlight? Do I wanna park myself? So there's ease of access to this and I can be as close or as far away as I want. And so to me, the feeling that I wanna take with me from this dream is I can park wherever I want. I can get as close. It's like that saying, touching the hem of the garment. Like when you talk Mm -hmm. about being close to God, like sometimes all you need to do is be able to be close enough to touch the hem of the garment to like feel Mm -hmm. that vibration. So do I want to park close enough to touch the hem of the garment or to be close enough to the stage where I could just get on it? It's up to me. So I say, if it's my dream, I want to get as close as possible so that I have as easy access as possible. And yeah, to me, that feeling would be one that I would hang out with and put in my dream hall of fame when I need to be reminded about the fact that I have choice. And Mm. I have it. So how's all that land on you?
2: It it makes sense. And, And I think, too, the fact that, well, I've gotten dream books, and I use them as a guide sometimes. I like the fact that I was driving.
1: Oh was driving yeah. That
2: vehicle I was in control. Yeah. Nobody was driving and I was telling my "Girl, yes. oh, there I was in control of that vehicle and I can make it go left, right and park it wherever yes. I want."
1: Yes, exactly. And it's it's yeah, I think it's it's amazing. Um and I think there's the piece about the early like getting there early. Um the I early, just mm-hmm. movie I just watched the movie The Irishman couple days ago. And there's a whole, I don't know if you've seen the movie, anybody, but there's a whole thing about Jimmy Hoff. He really is a stickler for being early to things. And for anyone who knows me, that's usually not what I'm known for. Nancy, no giggling aloud. No giggling aloud. <laughs>
0: I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. <laughs> but and so
1: to me, it feels like it's an extra message, the value of being early and being a step ahead and 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 so that you so that you have I mean being being the driver in the car means that you are you have will you have drive you have the Mm. the, to go where you want to go you first you first remember yes yeah you are Mm. in control now now you're all grown up (laughs) (laughs) what a good one.
2: And I actually had that one before the, the one with the doorbell, but I was so taken back with the one with the doorbell when I called last week, I put that one first. But I actually had this one before the doorbell one. But I just wanted mm. to hear. I was just so, like I said, intrigued with that whole doorbell one. You know, somebody at the door and the doorbell's not working, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I actually had yeah. this one two weeks ago. Mm hmm.
1: Oh, well there's yep. a continuum with all of yeah. these. So yeah. So my question of for opportunities
0: you, for sure. So my right? question
1: with this is what um in what kind of how will you activate this dream? What will you what will you do with this dream in your waking life to honor it?
2: Empower myself because I am a giver of emotions, money, and I think it's time the dream is saying don't be selfish. But by all means, put yourself first every now and again. And oh, that's what yeah. I have to do. I have to put myself first, but not be selfish. There's a difference. Or maybe mm. be selfish. Maybe
1: be you know, selfish, but not selfish with well, your money. Oh, I just want to say something about that. Because I think um, one of these days, Nancy, you and I are going to interview Suzanne Rock-Sturley. Or actually, it's now Suzanne Rock. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she's writing a book. It's not out yet, but God, I can't wait for it to be out. It's called the Self Full Woman, and in yes. it, <clears throat> she makes the distinction between selfish, selfless, and self full. And she talks about oh. how the selfish part of us is more of a teenager part of us. It's like I need my stuff. I need to make sure that I get mine. And then the self selfless is like, no, it's okay. I'll go last i don't have any needs Ooh. i don't matter and that part is you know taken to an extreme that part can become a martyr take you know when it's in its right place generous and when the teenager energy that that i need my stuff when it's in its right place it can be great and ambitious and moving forward but to an extreme it can be it can be really be taking but self full is the goal where you are in you are really in control when you're self-full. That means that you're fully actualized, where you are generous, but you're you're in this sustainable whoosh with life, where you're constantly being filled up. Oh. If you're getting in, like simultaneously, you don't even know. Like if you've ever been in a situation where you think that you're the one that's giving, or you feel like you're the one who's getting, only to find out that the other person realizes, thinks that they're the one that's getting, and you are you fight over who's getting more out of the. Situation, and so anyway, that's that's the goal. It's not just to be selfish; it's to be selfful. I would say. Mm. Mm. Amen. I love it. I love it. Didn- Go get them, Denise. It's always <laughs> awesome to hear the continuum of your dreams. You rock our souls. You are definitely <laughs> yeah, part thank of the whoosh calling. We love it. You're in the whoosh <laughs> sisterhood for sure. All right, <laughs> we'll talk to you next time.
2: Thank you. Thank so you. Sweet dreams, Bye-bye. Denise.
1: Okay, Nancy, we've got
0: some dreams that have been sent to us. So any, in any order, drumroll, please. Okay, here we go. This one is from Debbie. And Debbie says, I have a recurring dream that I forgot that my beloved dog, Ginger, who passed away 25 years ago, is in my house and still alive. I feel Mm. horrible because I hadn't fed her or let her out because I actually forgot she was alive. I am so happy when I see her, but feel terrible I forgot she was alive. I keep apologizing to her and hugging her and wondering how I could forget her. What could this dream mean? Oh my well, heavens. I think it means her dog Go is bionic because how did it live for twenty-five <laughs> years without being fed? This is some it's sort of miracle immortal. dog. away. Oh, no, Maybe I'm being too literal. What do you think, Cal?
1: <laughs> oh, I like. You know what? I actually like that. I like that the dog is bionic and the dog is immortal. <laughs> I like that perspective a it's lot because I think dog.
0: it's got a cape on. I think. I mean, spiritually, <laughs>
1: they are. You know, this is a synchronicity because just yesterday I was a guest on Robert Moss's radio show, The Way of the Dreamer um, podcast, and he was sharing a dream about two of his dogs from a long time ago. I think it was Brandy and oh Kipling, Kipling and Brandy. We were talking about Shadow passed away. He's had his were two black um, labs. Anyway. Many years, like a decade or two, and he had the same thing where he re-found them, and it had been so long, and they were skinny, and he hadn't, he was feeling awful about that. Anyway, so we what we t- discussed, and and I mean, I hear these dreams quite a bit, is on one level, I think it is like, oh God, it's the exercise of how do we keep the lessons and the closeness of our loved ones with us in our lives as we continue on with our lives, like not stay stuck in mourning and grieving overly. So We need to move on, but not to forget. So I wonder if there's a quality of that, that these dogs or that this dog brought to Debbie, that a particular quality of zestiness of life, of playfulness that maybe she's forgotten about and has gotten skinny. It hasn't been fed in a while. It hasn't been exercised. It hasn't been taken out. And this dream is calling her to remember and reconnect with this part of herself. Not not to mean that she needs to be in grieving, needs to think about her dog 24-7, that there's a quality of being that she was when when Ginger was with her That that is important to her own vitality, it, that needs to be needs to be exercised. What about you, Nancy? What are you what are you vibing on with this? I think
0: the whole idea that she says this is my beloved dog, you know, my beloved dog. This she had so much love and to me that's the love she wants to bring back out of herself. Mm. You know, that yeah. that level of love. And um that she you know, she felt terrible that she and she kept apologizing to her and hugging her. But obviously yeah. this dog was willing to receive her love because it, then it would say and then the dog bit me. But it didn't. It said hugging her <laughs> right. and wondering how I could forget her. And, what, you know, it's so obviously the dog was taking it all in. So she's got this special love that she had for this dog. And maybe it's a lesson to tell her, hey, guess what? You can give that love to someone else and they'll receive it, too. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's so sweet. And I think in general, for any like any dog that we dream about is yeah. an aspect of our own instinctual self, our animal instinct that is very distinct sometimes from the part of us that dots the I's and crosses the T's and minds our Ps and all of our Q's and is very nice and order- orderly. Our dog aspect is like, like, who cares? I just want to play. I just want to eat. I just want to be instinctual. So I wonder how much of that part of Ginger needs more attention. I think maybe all of us, I mean, there's a reason she brought this to us. I think we would all serve if we were more connected to our inner dog self. And also- there's yeah. the quality of unconditional love, like this dog, like you said, Nance, didn't bite her, didn't say, where have you no. been? Hello. It was like, I love you. Here I am. There's So I wonder if there's some part of myself as the dreamer that that has been bitter or had a resentment about maybe not being honored or taken care of. And maybe there's this like, oh yeah, maybe I could be more forgiving and just be more in the present with what I have and not expect to be fed by a source that isn't feeding
0: me right now, but be fed Ooh, by life. That's a know. lesson so many need to learn, for sure. Yeah, we can I all take so. that that's one. That's awesome.
1: In. Hope you like that, Debbie. I hope that helps. Okay, we've got
0: a few more minutes. Let's try to get a all couple right. more in. Let's squeeze this boom, boom. one in. It says, Hi, Kelly. I dream of different men all the time. Bless your heart. Um, <laughs> nice, clear faces. <laughs> yes, this is you. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was my insert. Um, nice, clear faces, but I do not know them. The blue shirts. <laughs> are visible most of the times. They all wear blue shirts. I'm 61 years old. I'm divorced. I do not know what this dream is about. And she says, God bless Cheryl. And I already blessed her. So there you go. So God bless Cheryl. (laughs) All kinds of men, different faces, but real clear. And they're wearing blue shirts.
1: Whoa. Okay. Because she's writing this in and not here for us to ask, I'm just going to make a few assumptions. I'm going to assume that because she's newly divorced, that this is like an anomaly that she's having all these men dreams. So to me, some women that are newly divorced, they've been through hell and back in many ways, going through a divorce, the ending of something can be very like, uh, just, just like rip out your guts. And so I feel like this is a sign of life. This is like her own internal springtime. Like, wow, I still got it. There's still an Aphrodite alive in me. Wow. Look at all these possible men and a blue shirt to me. It's kind of like girls wear pink, boys wear blue. The Mm. blue shirt feels very much like a traditional, boy or traditional men. So it makes me think that I'm, there's something traditional about the blue shirt, like maybe something very simple, very much about connecting. And even on that more deeper level, the the inner masculine, because now that she's on her own, it's good to have access to the whole thing. Okay. Nancy, what about you? What are you feeling if this were your dream?
0: I'll say if this were my dream, and and these were all men, and I could see their faces clearly, and they all had blue shirts. I would think they were policemen, but not. In oh, interesting! In, but but in a way Ooh, of you know, policemen yeah. are there to protect you. They're they're there mm. to make you feel safe, and they're there Ooh. to be there for you when you have needs, right? So mm. it, somehow this is like a message from the universe that even though she's just gotten divorced, that from many sources. She could have her needs met in, in, in many ways. And it doesn't have to be through a man. It could be, you know, friendships and, and going to a movie alone and enjoying her time Ooh, there. Or, you know, it could be in many nice. ways. But that blue shirt and really if, reminded me of that protection that she has. She's protected. Oh, She's okay.
1: Cheryl, that look, look at all this. Oh, my God. What a dream. And if there was a theme song to go with this dream, it would be, it's raining men. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's raining men amen oh my god okay i gotta stop <laughs> let's
0: see let's try to get one more in one more oh little my gosh quickie. oh my gosh okay real quick this guy craig said i had a dream i was hugging my ex tightly she left me seven months ago i was so happy hugging her in the dream i was also crying okay oh craig, craig. okay well at the very least um because i've had
1: i've had these dreams to me, they feel like they're healing dreams. They, they're um, somehow helping to patch up the part of me that was still over, over that, um, that relationship. And it makes me feel like I'm patching up my broken heart. doesn't mean that it's literal that you're going to necessarily get back together with her, but it means that your own inner feminine and your inner masculine are weaving their way back in beautiful harmony. Nancy, what about you?
0: I love it. I love that he actually enjoys the hug and he cries because to me he's just getting oh. in touch with all of his feelings around this loss of this girl and around the possibility of a future hug from someone or anyone for himself. Yes,
1: and Craig, I think you need to give us your phone number because I think there's a lot of single ladies out there that would like to be hugged all by the you, somebody as yeah, sensitive. That's the next song. All the single ladies. There we go. <laughs> that's another song. Oh my God, so many theme songs. So. We are we are out of time and out of dreams for today, but we will be back next week. And oh my goodness, it's the middle of the holiday season. So please keep your wish on, get your wish going. And I wish you a wonderful week until we meet again next week. Until then, don't take your dreams lying down and may they all be sweet.
2: Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio. The Voice of an Awakening World.
0: Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.